Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. I discovered a love, discovered a love I can't ignore. A powerful love, yeah. Welcome to the Love Discovery and Dimson Podcast, the first episode of 2019. I almost said 18. Oh, you were stuck in I'm the I'm still writing 18. I know, that always happens when you're writing dates or typing in dates. Yep. As we don't do a whole lot of handwriting. Like, I actually met somebody recently who, was, who said, like, I don't even have pens in my house. Because he's like, he doesn't write anything. Okay. But I still write stuff. I used to got We have too many pens. We do. We have They're boxes. All over. Like, I'm not even exaggerating. Like, all I have a whole shoebox full <laughs> of pens. But anyways, Happy New Year. Happy New Year. Happy New Year to everyone listening, and thanks for tuning in. Uh, we had an exciting holidays. Yes. Uh, we had a good Christmas, but what was really exciting was New Year's Day. Oh, we, yeah. We went to the Rose Parade. Yes, and I worked four days on decorating this float that we're so excited about. Prior to, to it. And, prior and tell, to... tell us which float it was. So we worked on the, I worked on the 150th anniversary of the Transcontinental Railroad, um, the Golden Spike. Um, and it was a beautiful float by the Chinese American Heritage Foundation. It was Foundation. a replica of the two railroad trains Pretty, that were at meeting. Yeah. Uh, you know when the two the, the tracks were completed. That iconic photo of the two trains right. meeting in the middle. Right. Right there. In, in and Utah. if you didn't see the float, uh, there's a reason why you didn't see the float on TV. On uh, you know because some well, of it kind of caught got on TV. Most of it got caught on TV, but you might have heard the news about it. It was the float that caught on fire. Yeah, that was a little scary. And we were we were actually on the parade route. We don't live too far from the the parade route, so we actually walk to the parade every every year. And we were all looking forward to it, right? And our, some of our friends were on the float, and we we know the people that that organized it and and helped build the float. And uh, we were waiting to you know yell out, "Hey, what's up? What's up?" And the float never came. So I live streamed it on my phone, and right at that moment, we found out that there was a fire, and it was stuck at the beginning. <laughs> So it never made it down the whole parade route um, the way it was supposed to. Yeah, and then everyone thought, oh, well, the thing must be over because there's a long break. And then so everyone left. And chaos ensued. Uh, and it was, it was really interesting because um, we were, you know, our friends were talking about how do they wanted to make history. Because I think this was the first Chinese-American, you know, float that was going to be in the parade. And it was there's, the longest float this year. It was the longest float in the parade um, this year. And, you know, in the past there's been, you know, airlines or other companies that have done more like Asian-y, you know, Chinese depictions. I think Big was, corporate money. Right, there was a China Airlines had one where you mm-hmm. had like, like Chinese opera people and or you know more again traditional Chinese stuff. But this is the first time where something Chinese American and it was very a historical event. Yeah, it was a historical event that wasn't just exclusive to the Chinese American story. But um, so there were people on the float that were descendants of the railroad, right? Um, who were not just Chinese but also of other ethnic groups because it was kind of collective effort, kind yeah. of a, a symbol of. Immigrants building this country, literally, they putting the tr- laying the tracks down of our country, and and basically everyone was an immigrant. Even the owners of the transcontinental railroads on both sides were at one point immigrants. 
Right. <laughs> and so it was going to be a great celebration of, of the contributions of immigrants, and it caught on fire, and they had a lot of issues. Um, they had to get it, they tried to get a tow truck to tow it once. Something broke off of the float. They couldn't tow it. They had to get two tow trucks. And as a result, um, it never, again, made it on air. Uh, we made a little bit on air, and then it ended up holding up some other floats, sadly. Although we had a lot of publicity on that float. We did. And in fact, we'll, we'll post the interview up, but Baldwin, you actually were interviewed by the local um, CBS um, news here about the float and what happened. Um, and so and everybody actually has given you high high marks for your oh, comments yeah? of saying that you were very, very positive. Well, he's an articulate about the whole thing. Oh, so they must have done good editing. Yeah, I, I guess so. Um, I I remember I was trying to film it, you know, on the side, and then our daughter started fussing like 15 seconds in because you could see I had to stop it like on my phone, and then I had to like pull her aside so she wasn't like crashing your uh, crashing your party there, um, and going like, "Daddy, can we go now?" Like in the middle she of the news. She did say that at the end. At the end. <laughs> <laughs> but um, it was a it was a fun moment though. Still, I mean, I, I like to say it was an exciting moment. It was and exciting. We got to walk up. The reverse route of the parade. Right, we, we ended up walking about a mile to meet um, our friends at the beginning of the route where the train was still stuck. And we, we caught it just in time as they were pulling it away. And we've posted up some, I think, videos on our Facebook yeah, and our, of it finally and our Instagram of, of it finally moving. Um, so if you want to see that. And uh, on our at, uh, it's on my at Larissa Lamb music, you know, Instagram. Um, and I think you have it on your... It's on my YouTube page, at only one. At only one. And... Uh, but the cool was, thing is it made its way down the parade path. We just... Not just not a lot of people were on the parade path anymore. Yeah, um, <laughs> but it made it to the final destination. It did, and 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 like we said, the 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 silver lining in this is that everybody was talking about the float. They're talking about Chaka Khan, Cool and the Gang, and the float that caught on fire, the Chinese American Heritage float. Yeah. Um, and you know, our friends did want to make history. We made history. And this is the first time that something like this, you know, happened with such a long delay, I think, in the history of the Rose Parade. Um, and I'm sure people will be talking about it years to come for Nessa. It'll be like the famous, infamous Rose Parade float that caught on fire. That being said. And so the Golden Globes just happened this, this weekend. And it was kind of a watershed moment because you know, talking about making history, mm -hmm. um, Sandra O oh was one of the hosts with That's with Andy cool. Samberg, and they got the gig because the t Andy Andy and, and Sandra like did a they presented an award at the Emmys and they people thought like oh hey that was a good combination they were really funny together mm -hmm. so let's put them together which thank you you know Hollywood Foreign Press Association and NBC for putting that combination together because um, it was the first time an Asian American or I think just Asian period has ever hosted like. Uh, a widespread American audience award show. Hmm. Um, and that's the history of award shows in Hollywood ever. Hmm. Um, and so, and I think it was actually the first time a person of color, period, had hosted the Golden Globes. Really? Yeah, that's what I read. You know, She someone. won a Golden Globe. She did. This was actually her second Golden Globe because she won for Grey's Anatomy before. So she's also the first Asian... Um, a person of Asian descent to have won two Golden Globes. Wow. Um, so she made history on a lot of different fronts. Um, so it's pretty cool. And it's the lead category, too. So it wasn't just like a supporting. Yeah. And Grey's Anatomy was, it was a supporting category, but she won for the lead actress in a drama series um, and for Killing Eve. And that's pretty exciting. And so I think... It is. Uh, there has been a lot of barriers that were broken. And Crazy Rich Asians was up for um, Best Film and Constance Wu was also up for award. She didn't win. But, yeah. but the fact that you were nominated... Um, and I think actually the funny line that Sandra O oh had at the Emmys was like, it was an honor just to be, it's an honor to just to be Asian. <laughs> Instead <laughs> of just not to be nominated, it's an honor just to be Asian. Um, <laughs> That's a good one. 
That's a good line. Because uh, I think the idea was, like, a lot of times, like, oh, well, it's just, you're just Asian, so it's good to, you know, you don't need to to be anything else. Or, you like, know, if you're nominated, you should just be grateful you're nominated and not go for something bigger, you know? It took you a while to be feel like it was an honor to, for you to be Asian. Yeah, I, I really struggled with my identity and um, struggled with being Asian and an Asian-American because I, I sadly wanted to be more white because that was, like, what was cool and popular. and, and Did you get beat up in, in school, too, like I did, um, for being I, Asian? I got made fun of. Oh. Um, you know, I think girls don't get beat up. Oh, I think boys yeah. get beat up. Yeah. But I definitely got made fun of and teased the whole, you know, oh, hey, do you speak Chinese? Ching chong, ching chong. Oh, and, please don't do and, that. Uh, and the, the whole, like, oh, you know, can you do you know karate? Do you know kung fu? Um, I got asked those questions all the time. <laughs> Um, which I had to I learn. Know. I had to learn kung fu because they expected me to learn it, or else I'd get beat up if I didn't. Yeah, learn. and now you actually fit the stereotype because you yeah. do martial arts, and I know, and I can do math, and you're good at math, and you're an engineer, and you're yeah, good at great. science. So, yeah, and I am good at math too. Uh, but how many of them can beatbox and rap? Yeah, that's true. Okay. Uh, and I, I sing R and B and and rock and dance and all that good jazz, jazz. and jazz too. All that jazz and all that jazz, which I've sung. Um, before, <laughs> uh, so you know, it was definitely a watershed moment. I think in terms of um, diversity seeing, yeah. and seeing Asian. Oh, and she thanked her mom and dad in Korean. Oh, that was, that was so, so sweet. Oh, yeah. teary. I was um, thinking about. It. I probably will not thank my parents in in in, in Chinese if I ever win a award. Because my Chinese isn't good enough either. Um, <laughs> I mean, it's yours is probably good enough. I actually probably you're probably right. Like I can speak it conversationally, but I don't think I'd know how to say the words that are like eloquent. No, I just in a, like, like an acceptance speech. Right? I just be like do like, yeah, but I don't even <laughs> think, because we don't even speak Cantonese, like, full-time at home with our parents. Like, I could probably speak, like, 50-50 English and, 50, you know, 50% Chinese at I home. would request dim sum as a uh, backstage green green room food, though. Yeah. Well, you know what's, like, one of the, like, the secrets? Like, a lot, after the award shows, a lot of the, you know, a lot of the people don't get to eat. Like, actually, the Golden Globes actually has dinner at the Beverly Hilton, and we've been to that hotel for other events before. Um, but some of the people, if you're walking the red carpet, like you don't get to eat. And so, um, I was reading like Julia Roberts went to in and out afterwards and, and that happens a lot. Like, especially after the Oscars was an in and out right near the Dolby theater. Oh, um, yeah. that's actually walking distance, um, which I used to go to a lot. Um, cause I used to have my, my, my voice singing coach used to be like right across from the in and out. So I'd always eat there like before or after my lesson. Mm. And um, so people are starving, which is why at the Oscars they started giving out food. And, you know, you know, they were I heard Melissa McCarthy actually brought 30 sandwiches to like the Golden Globes. Um, and so like you would bring dim sum. Mm -hmm. Somehow, again, we ended up we ended up working in dim sum into our podcast unintentionally. Yes. Um, so and, you know, and I know I've practiced my award speech. So like if I ever win in a, like a major award. Um, I, I mean, I, we've won awards. You got to make a speech when we won for Finding Cleveland at the Oxford... Yeah, and so here's the here's the thing with Oxford awards. You could go over your re award speech in your head so many times, and once you get up there... You, like, you, blank. You just say something totally different, and I missed a whole bunch of things. I'm glad I thanked you, though. I did, I did right? You thanked your wife. Yeah. But I think so. I don't know. I think I, I might have videotaped, like, the, the speech. Yeah. Um, and you made the front page news of, yeah. of, of Miss, uh, the Oxford, Mississippi Oxford paper. That was cool. Uh, and that was really, that was a cool, kind of like a, it's a small, obviously it's not as big as the Oscars or the Golden Globes, but I'll that take was, it. you know, hopefully one day, maybe with our new film, we'll, we'll, we'll make it onto the stage one day. Uh, but I, it was, it was pretty exciting, you know, um, to, to do that or, or when I won my 
you know, Hollywood Music and oh, Media yeah. Awards. But they didn't let you get on I stage. I didn't get to do a speech, though. I, oh, I kind of got gypped in, in that in that sense. Um, so, you know, you win some, you lose some. So, I mean, the award's nice, and it's nice to be recognized, but that's not why we do what we do. You know, we do it because we're trying to make a greater impact, you know, in the world. Speaking of making an impact yeah. and kind of making some... I think positive changes for the new year. A lot of people make resolutions. Is this resolution. our resolution part? This is our resolutions part. But you know, we've been married ten years now, right? Well, uh, let me. Think it's going here. to be eleven in March. Okay, I'm glad somebody's keeping track. Yeah, you're keeping track. <laughs> and and so as it's New Year's, and you know, I thought it would also be a good idea. In, in a, aside from talking about the Rose Parade, the Golden Globes, and you know, wanted to focus it on relationship resolutions. Because right. I was going to make a resolution to stop working out. Okay, but that's but not you never you're... started, so how can you stop something pretty, you never it would started? Be pretty easy to stop. Yeah, it's not really a, a resolution. Okay, I'm gonna ask you what your relationship goals are. Okay, <laughs> hashtag relationship goals for 2019. And you know, I think one of the things, and this is in general for everyone out there, but I think this definitely applies to even in a in a in a relationship, romantic relationship, is I think to be kinder to one another, like to do acts of kindness. Random acts of kindness. That's always um, a good thing. For once, for for instance, over the, over Christmas, my mom was at the grocery store, and a stranger paid for all her groceries, out of like nowhere. Hmm. She's like, "That's never happened to me before," and that was like just a really nice, wonderful blessing that my mom received, you know, for Christmas. Yeah, and maybe she'll do the same thing, and, and, then and someone you know else what? Will do the same thing. And she and... had a really tough year because she uh, went through cancer treatments, and um, you know, praise God, she is doing great now and um she's um kind of getting her energy back but it was kind of a great way to end the year for her with somebody randomly mm. buying her yeah. groceries um a relationship goal is that i i think i would try to be less angry with my words or like to be quiet yeah you are an angry i get person. loud i know you, you say i always get loud no. so i'm gonna try to be less loud with my <laughs> and aggressive be and more less... gentle with my words <laughs> like instead of like fighting back with words you like, guys heard it say i use a gentle word <laughs> is that is that the only thing you have no i, I you have got more? more but do you have okay why don't you share some of yours so one of the things i always we always say or i always say to people is like oh we gotta get together let's just grab lunch let's just grab lunch and we never grab lunch and I'm just trying to, like, you know, build relationships or just maintain friendships. And we always just get caught up with work. It's always work, 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 work. And even Or, some, you know, taking care of our daughter. Fit. Yeah, which is work. <laughs> yeah, it is a lot of work for all you parents out there, you know. But I think, you know, like, even, like, some of the lunch things I do is, like, it's work-related. So I would like to, to hang out with some friends again this year where we don't have to talk work. We can just have lunch right i i'm in agreement that's on my list too so great minds think alike. like spend time make time for people yeah um just making time just to, to hang out and it's hard like you actually have to make an effort especially if you live in a city like la like we do where everything's so spread out um i mean i know it's even hard if you live in like new york or even you know like some other suburb because you have to get in your car or you have to get on a train or you have to make an effort to like meet up somewhere it's so much easier like when we were back in school where you know you'd see people all the time in your dorm rooms or wherever or, you know you can't just like grab a meal in front of a video camera and it's like facebook time or facetime or facebook message someone or skype like, let's just eat together in front of a TV screen. Well, that's, I mean, that's the next best thing, you know, I, I guess. guess. Um, I mean, even our neighbors, we've been trying to just have dinner with our neighbors who live next door and, you know, bring over di dinner. And, and I think, like, that's that's an important thing to it's do. It's just lunch. It's just lunch. 
That's an app, right? Or a website? <laughs> I think it's a dating. It's a dating website. I think it's website. a dating website. So I'm not going to do that. No, don't do that. Because <laughs> you're married. Yes. Um, and then I think, like, spending time together, like, with you. I mean, that kind of goes hand we in hand. We spend a lot of time together. We do, much but, non-stop. like, I think we, because we work together. Um, but I think a lot of times, you know, just because you spend time with people doesn't mean you're connecting you know, with people like deeper in a, in a way. Oh, like you telling me what to do all the time isn't connecting? No, it's not. Oh, I don't okay. tell you what to do all the time. Okay. I tell you what to do all the time. It's not connecting. Yeah. yeah. Okay. You don't always tell me what to do either. Okay. Or if you do, I just don't listen. <laughs> That's probably why you think I don't tell you anything. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, sometimes we'll like watch movies, right? Like, so like us watching movies is like good. We are spending time together, but maybe we're not connecting and talking and Sharing about our feelings and things like that. We talk about the movie afterwards. We about do. About what we like and don't like. Well, normally I talk about, I dissect the movie from like beginning yeah. to end. Ruins the whole movie. I know. This is what happens when you end up like a filmmaker or like you're a music. Like I can't go to a concert and just like walk away going like, well, I mean more normally, like if it's an amazing concert, I will say it's an amazing concert or whatever. But like there's so many times where it's like anything I see anymore. Like I, I end up dissecting the whole thing because this is like what I do and it kind of ruins the fun and, and some of the stuff, mm-hmm. the magic is gone, but, but really talking in all seriousness about our feelings, which I know I'm not always really good about sharing my feelings. Mm. I know most women tend to be better at sharing their feelings, but I'm not always really great about sharing my feelings. Mm. So I will try to share my feelings no, please don't. I'm just kidding. <laughs> and I will try to listen or ask you about your feelings. How are you feeling? Okay. Okay. What others do you have? Uh, I, I resolve to not forget our anniversary this year. Okay. Did you forget it last year? Because I just forgot if you forgot. <laughs> I think we were working last year. I think we went somewhere. We were... Oh, I did remind you. And I said, hey, it's our anniversary. It was our 10-year anniversary, too. So, like... Yeah. We probably should have done something bigger, but we just went out to lunch for, like, we didn't even go to dinner. We just went out for a nice, nice lunch. We had Argentinian food. Oh, wow. You actually remember. I do. I will resolve to remember our next anniversary and what we did. Aren't you glad I'm not one of those, like, sensitive people who get all <laughs> bent out of shape because you forget dates? Yeah. Thank you. Yeah, and I ask you not to bring me flowers and don't buy me jewelry and all that stuff. Yeah. But so. computers are more expensive than flowers, so I'd rather give you flowers. Oh, something nice happened. Uh, okay. One of our friends, Gabriella, was in Mississippi visiting the gravesite of her family. Oh, yeah. And then she put flowers on great-grandfather and grandfather's grave and sent us a picture. That was so nice. Yeah. Shout out to Gabriella saying oh. one of the first people we met in Mississippi. So, again, that goes back to, like, the acts of kindness that I think we need more of in this, in this new year. Because I think we can all agree um, some of the rhetoric and the talk in our, in our society today is a little mean. Um, in fact, our radio, my radio show that, that I do, um, my other radio show that I do is uh, Utah Radio, is uh, kind of we're going to be launching a campaign saying goodbye to mean, like with the number two. Oh, goodbye Hashtag to goodbye mean. to mean because we think people are just being too mean to each other. Have a bye-bye bully. Bye-bye, bully. Oh, that'd be a good one, Ooh, too. That's a good one. I just made that up bye-bye. just Hashtag now. Hashtag bye-bye, bully. Bye-bye, bully. So, yeah, we'll see if anybody's done that. Bye-bye, bully. Maybe we'll write a song. Bye-bye, bully. Yeah. Do we have to do the dance moves from, like, sync? I don't know. Bye-bye-bye. Yeah. <laughs> um, anyway, um, we just want to encourage you out there to um, be kind to somebody, be nice to someone, um, love love someone else, and eat them some. No. Uh, <laughs> You ate a lot of dim sum over the holidays. We so. did. 
Um, you shouldn't. You I'm shouldn't very thankful. Too, too upset about that. You know, exciting other news um, on the horizon, and we're going to be trying to revamp our website, which is right now uh, podcast.loveanddiscovery.com, where you can see our website. We will post our um, interview, uh, Baldwin's interview um, for the the Rose Parade, um, on on there um, on our blog and. Um, we will have lots more to talk about, I know, in the new year. And feel free in the meantime, um, if you've got questions for us, feel free to hit us up on our website or um, on social media, on Facebook, at LDD Podcast, on Twitter, uh, at, and uh, on, on Instagram. Also, um, you can hit us up individually on Facebook, at Larissa Lamb, at Only One, um, and on and, and Twitter, and on our Instagrams. Um, I'm at Larissa Lamb Music, you are at only one MC because other people took our other handles, mm -hmm. but you can find us there as well. So we look forward to uh, dialoguing with you in the new year. We'll see you next time on Love Discovery and Dinson. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper, a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver? I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.